and welcome to Bible Podlets. I'm Joe. And I'm Jennifer. It's great to be back and we're so happy that you joined us. Bible Podlets is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages and can be done at home or in children's groups. We encourage you to listen together, to pause the podcast if you can, and talk about the stories and the questions that will come up. And all the activity and discussion questions for this and all of our episodes can be downloaded from the resources area of our website, bdeducation.org.uk. Hey Jennifer, did you see that beautiful rainbow outside this morning? Yes, it was amazing, wasn't it? Do you know, I've got a really good joke about a rainbow. Do you want to hear it? Yes, please. How do you gift wrap a cloud? I don't know. With a rainbow. Ah, yes. (laughs) There we are. That's a good one. Do you want to hear my joke? Oh, go on then. What do you call a rainbow without any colours? Oh, I don't know. What do you call a rainbow without any colours? A plain bow. (laughs) That's a good one. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I see a rainbow, I think it's like a banner for God's love for us decorating the sky. I like that. And of course, it's a reminder of the promise that God made to Noah to never flood the whole earth again. Are you good at keeping promises, Joe? Um, I try not to make them, (laughs) if I'm completely honest. Um, Yeah, I try not to make them. But if, (laughs) if if I do make one, I will do my utmost to keep it. Yeah, I think I'm the same. I always try my best to keep my promises. And that's why I think it's really important that when you make a promise, you need to make sure it's something that you are able to keep. Yeah, because it's it's horrible when someone breaks a promise that they've made to you, isn't it? Yeah, because it makes you feel really disappointed and let down. There are loads of things about promises in the Bible, including lots of promises that God made. That's right. And one thing that we do know is that God always keeps the promises that he makes. So let's listen to our new story for today and see if we can learn anything about promises from that. Hi, I'm Susanna and our top story today, a humble servant or downright mad. has dedicated her only child to God and left him in the care of the local priest today. But she has said that she does not regret it, which it has surprised most of the local community. The woman in question is called Hannah and she joins me now. Hannah, why have you given up your only child to God? Well, it was an easy decision in the end. An easy decision? I would never give up my children to anyone, anyone. How could it be that easy for you? Because I promised God. I had wanted children for such a long time and I kept praying to God over many years. People even humiliated me because it hadn't happened. But I believed that God would answer my prayers. When I was at my lowest, I said to God, if he blessed me with a child, I would give that child back to him to use for his purpose. And that's what I did. God was faithful to me, and I was faithful back. Well, I may not agree with your actions, but I understand how you got there. 
Now, Hannah's child is called Samuel, and he's gone to live and serve God with a local priest, Eli, who happens to be with me now. Eli, what is your take on this? I think it's an amazing display of God's faithfulness. I actually saw Hannah when she prayed that prayer to God. She was so upset and I thought she was drunk. Of course, I soon realised that she wasn't. So to see her return to honour the promise she made to God, well, well, it's an example of faith to us all, isn't it? Amazing faith or backwards transaction? I guess that's for you to decide. In the meantime, we'll be keeping our eye on Samuel. Perhaps God has big plans for his life. I'm Susanna and I'll see you next time. What an intriguing story there. We're going to talk together about what we've heard and we're going to ask some questions and we'd encourage you to pause the podcast if you can and talk about your answers together. Now Hannah was married to a man called Elkanah. Elkanah loved Hannah but they did not have any children. This was really hard for Hannah because she wanted more than anything to be able to have a child of her own. The Bible actually says that God had not allowed her to have them. We're not sure why, but some people think that God did this to strengthen her so she could play a special part in his plan. The people of ancient Israel believed that having a big family was a blessing from God. So to not have any children made people ask questions and made Hannah feel ashamed. Hannah was even mocked by other women for not having any children of her own, which was very mean. So we've come to our first question. How do you think that Hannah felt not having any children? The question again, how do you think Hannah felt not having any children? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. Hannah would have been very sad that she didn't have any children and because she was being made fun of for that. She might have felt very frustrated as well because she had wanted children for such a long time. The Bible tells us that Hannah had been waiting for a child for years and years. Every year, Elkanah took Hannah with him to the temple to offer sacrifices. But whilst they were there, Hannah would get upset and refuse to eat. Even though her husband tried to comfort Hannah, she was still sad. One day, Hannah was so upset, she went inside the temple. Here's our second question for today. What did Hannah do at the temple? The question again, what did Hannah do at the temple? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to continue. Hannah went to the temple to pray to God. While she was praying, she cried bitterly. Do you remember hearing the word bitterly on Bible Podlets before? To cry bitterly means to cry while feeling hurt and pain. Hannah prayed and asked God for a child, promising that if he did give her one, that child would be given back to God to work for him. While Hannah was praying, the priest of the temple, a man called Eli, was watching. Eli saw that Hannah's mouth was moving, but there was no sound coming from it. So our next question for today is this. How did Eli respond when he saw Hannah praying? The question again, 
how did Eli respond when he saw Hannah praying? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. Eli thought that Hannah was drunk. Being drunk is when a person drinks too much alcohol so that it affects their brain and body. Sometimes this means that a person has less control over their movement and speech. Eli was so sure that Hannah was drunk that he told her off. But Hannah wasn't drunk and she explained to Eli that she was deeply upset and was praying to God for help. Eli understood and blessed her by saying, Go in peace, may God grant your request. After this, Hannah worshipped God and then she and Elkanah went home. After a little bit of time, God remembered Hannah and granted her request. She became pregnant and had a son whom she named Samuel. We've arrived at our next question for today. How would Hannah have felt after God answered her prayer? The question again, how would Hannah have felt after God answered her prayer? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to continue. Hannah was full of joy and happiness because God had answered her prayer. Yeah, that's right. And her faith in God would have been strengthened as well. And she would have also felt much better about herself because no one could humiliate her anymore. She was no longer sad and she no longer refused to eat. So Hannah looked after Samuel. But as he grew, she pledged that when he stopped needing to be fed by her milk, she would present him to God. Hannah had made a promise to God and after a few years, the time had come where she either kept her promise or went back on it. Hannah took Samuel and some sacrifices for God to Eli the priest. She brought her sacrifices before God and then said to Eli, I prayed for my son and God granted my request. So I give him back to God to do his work. From then on, Samuel stayed with Eli at the temple and worked for God and Hannah went back home. So we've come to our last question for today. How would Hannah have felt after leaving Samuel in the care of Eli? The question again, how would Hannah have felt after leaving Samuel in the care of Eli? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. After waiting for such a long time to have a child of her own, you'd probably think that Hannah would have been upset to let Samuel go. But in fact, Hannah was still overjoyed. That's right. Hannah still felt the same as when she had given birth to Samuel. And we know this because in 1 Samuel chapter 2, she sings a joyful song where she thanks God for all that he has done. God had honoured Hannah's request for a child. So Hannah had been very happy to honour her promise to God and give Samuel back to him. Even though God had been silent to her prayers for such a long time, Hannah never stopped praying. She had faith that God had the power to help her and never doubted that he would answer her. From Hannah's story, we learn that even though it can feel like God isn't listening to our prayers, when we keep on praying and asking, it shows we have faith that God will answer us. And Jesus even tells his disciples 
and through them he speaks to us, a story that teaches us to always pray and never give up. You can read it in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 1 to 8. Is there something you have prayed for that hasn't happened yet? Or is there something or someone you wish to begin praying for? If so, pray to God again and again and again, just like Hannah did, and believe that he will answer you. If you're struggling with what to do next, then ask your adult to help you. We're coming towards the end of our episode of Bible Podlets today, but I'm sure we've got time to play a game before we have to go. Oh, of course. <laughs> Always time for a game. Great. Well, the game that we're going to play today is a memory game. So I'm going to read out to you, Joe, a list of 12 random items, and I want you to try and remember as many of them as you can. And then at the end, uh, you can try and send them back and we'll see how many you remembered. Okay, I'm really bad at memory games, but we'll play. And uh, I'm sure if you guys play along at home, um, do that, you can see how many more you get than me. <laughs> yeah, try and beat Joe's score. Right, are you ready? Are you focused? I'm focused. Good, right. Number one, a pencil sharpener. Number two, a teddy bear. Number three, a wooden spoon. Number four, a buttercup. Number five, a storybook. Number six, a pine cone. Number seven, sellotape. Number eight, a box of tissues. Number nine, a hula hoop. Number 10, a paper plate. Number 11, a chocolate bar. And number 12, a paintbrush. Right, Joe. In order? No, they can be in any order. Okay. I'll try and tick off as you go along. So see, you tell me what you think that you, you know. Paintbrush? Yep. Teddy bear? Yep. Paper clip? Nope. Paper plate? Yep, paper plate. Oh, it was paper something. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I've lost my place now. Um, oh, no. A book? Yeah, what kind of a book? Um, storybook? A storybook, yeah. It was a storybook. It was. Um, <laughs> what have I said so far? You said teddy bear, storybook, paper plate, paintbrush. Uh, that's all I've got. <laughs> right, shall I tell you the I've ones got. that you didn't get? <laughs> the ones that you missed were pencil sharpener, wooden spoon, yeah. buttercup, pine cone, sellotape, box of tissues, hula hoop and chocolate bar. Gosh. So I was trying to help you out with that at the end. So you got four out of 12. Um, I wonder awful. whether our listeners at home did any better than that. I'm, I'm sure they did. Um, <laughs> well, don't worry, <laughs> because people forget all sorts of things. I know I do. Uh, but of course, it's more important that we remember some things than others. In our story today, Hannah made sure she remembered the promise she'd made to God. And it's really good that she did, because without Hannah keeping that promise, Samuel wouldn't have grown up serving God in the temple. 
and he probably wouldn't have gone on to be an important prophet either. Sadly, we've run out of time for now, but do tell us how you got on with our memory game today and what did you think when we were talking about promises earlier on in the episode? You can tell us via our social media accounts. We're on Facebook at BDBE Updates and on Twitter and Instagram at BDBE. And you can find all of our previous episodes on Bible Podlets and free discussion notes for each of those to use in children's group at church on our website at bdeducation.org.uk. But that's all from us for this episode, and we hope to see you again next time. Bye! Thanks for listening to Bible Podlets. It was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw, and produced by David Harris. It was voiced by Sarah Earnshaw, Lindsay Wright and David Harris, with additional voices by Ben Green and Hannah Harris. Bible Podlet is a free resource. For more resources, connect with us on social media, on Facebook at BDBE Updates, on Twitter at BDBOV, or on our website, bdeducation.org.uk.